kindly receive the administration from our rector, Apostle Dr. Walker. Good afternoon. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm still not hearing you loud enough. Praise the Lord. And now give me your loudest hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And welcome to Prayer Fest 2019. Hallelujah. We thank God for this year. We thank God for a time like this where students and staff can come together and then set aside a week of prayer. And that is what we are here to do. This week has been dedicated to um, a congregational, if you like, a community-wide prayer. So not only this morning or this afternoon, but throughout the week, if you can fast alongside, you can do that. And you should be in a prayer mood all along. Uh, because this is a festival of prayer. Uh, this morning or this session, I'm here to launch the program for the year. Speakers will be coming to talk about a theme beginning from tonight at 6 o'clock or 6.30, we are all here. And every evening, every night, we're going to be here. Um, and then the program will end Sunday morning. We've invited speakers who will come and deliberate more on the theme for the year. And since I'm here to launch it, I would be, I'll try, pray to God that I'll be very brief. Uh, pray to God that I'll be very brief. I'm thinking about 15 minutes, but I wouldn't promise. <clears throat> and so, let's look at the theme. And then we'll read the text from which the theme is coming. And then we will pray. And based on that, we'll launch Prayer Fest 2019. The theme for this year is transformation through encounter. Transformation through encounter. Transformation through encounter. And the text is taken from Genesis chapter 32, verse 28. Genesis chapter 32 and verse 28. Reading from the New International Version, it reads, Then the man said, your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with men and have overcome. Amen. Then the man said, your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled, because you have prayed because you have encountered God and men, and you have overcome. So when you are able to go through encounter, when you encounter God, you are changed. 
and you are no longer the same, but you become a brand new person, a brand new creation, a brand new somebody, person, a brand new you, who will now go to do things differently. And so we are talking about transformation. To transform means to change completely the appearance or character of something or someone, especially so that that thing is improved. So when we talk about being transformed, it's a complete appearance, a complete character of change where you are changed not for the worse, but for the better, so that the final product is improved. And that is very, very important. So we get transformation or we go through transformation so that something can happen. In electricity, we have uh, what we call transformer. And those of you who are familiar with um, power voltage in parts of the world, if you buy an appliance and equipment from the United States of America, Usually, per their standard, it is 110 volts, 100 and 110. When you come to Europe, UK, including Ghana, we use between 220 to 240 volts. So if you buy an appliance from the United States of America and you bring it here, and you plug it straight into our socket, and you stretch it on, there is a high possibility that you blow it up. And that will be the end of it. And yet people go to America, travel outside, and they are still able to buy product, buy equipment, and they come and they are able to use it. How are they able to use it? They acquire what is called a transformer. And the transformer could be stepped up or stepped down. And so when they bring the transformer together with that appliance, you plug it into your 220 volts, and then you switch the transformer to a step-up position. So as soon as you do that, then you step the product up. On the other hand, or the other way, the reverse form, uh, you step down the voltage so that it is equal to one ten, so that it can receive the power from the other side. And so we are talking about a kind of a transformation prog program or procedure where you as a human being you are transformed in such a way that your spiritual person is stepped up to receive the things of God. And so this week, as we zoom into prayer, we pray that the Lord God Almighty, through his Holy Spirit, will equip us and bring us to a pedestal, bring us to a platform, bring us to a position, bring us to a level where we can connect with God. We pray for a spiritual transformer, so that whatever weaknesses we have within us, because we are being transformed by the power of prayer, we will zoom into the supernatural and begin to act and begin to behave and begin to do things not as before. But after this week, we are praying for a real transformation because we have encountered God Almighty. So transformation is a dramatic change in form or appearance. An important event like getting your, you know, like coming to school. Then all of a sudden you realize that, ah, now I'm a college student. 
I no longer behave like a secondary school student. Even though, unfortunately, some people come and they forget that now they have received or gone through a higher transformation and they still behave like the old person. I want you to understand that now your educational position has changed. And that should show in everything that you do. This week, we want to be transformed. And we pray, if you have been transformed, we need more transformation. If you are not yet there, may God take you higher to a higher level. I will tell you where the text is coming from. Or how come scripture says, then the man said, your name will no longer be Jacob. Jacob has struggled with God. Jacob himself, so when I was reading this, then I was telling myself, if Jacob had been able to go through transformation, then we can. And we can be transformed even more. More than Jacob. Because for Jacob, he was a real crook. And even before he was brought forth, whilst in the womb, he was still struggling. And scripture says when you read from Genesis chapter 25, when Rebekah finally took seed, she realized that after some time, there were a lot of noises in her womb and a lot of struggle in her womb. So when she went to pray and inquired, then she was told that there are two nations in your womb and they keep on struggling and that is why you are having that feeling. Can you imagine a woman who is pregnant, pregnant with twins, and she's not having her peace because somebody is so naughty that even within the womb, he decides to fight. And that was Jacob. He fought and fought and fought till the time of their birth. And when it got to the time that Rebekah was about to give birth, Esau was the first person that came out. And while she was coming out, Jacob was holding the heel and telling him that even though you are the firstborn, I'm holding your heel. So it means that we came together. So right there and then, as a baby, he started to fight the position of his elder brother. That is Jacob for you. When he was a young man, scripture says that he was a very quiet man and he used to stay in the tents. That is, he was a shepherd. And his brother Esau, he loved games. So he was a hunter, going around hunting for animals. One day, Esau comes home, and he was so hungry. At that time, Jacob, his younger brother, was cooking some lentil stew and bread. And Esau said, my little brother, can you give me some of your stew? And Jacob was like, oh, now I've gotten you. If you want stew... Right now, sell your birthright to me. Can you imagine that? And Esau too was not very careful. And so scripture says that he despised his birthright and told Jacob, what is birthright to me? It doesn't mean anything. So if you want it, you can have it. And Jacob said, I know, me, I'm a crafty man. I'm very intelligent. I'm very smart. We can't just make this agreement like that. You come text you and then you say, I've given you your birthright. No, let's make paper. Let's swear an oath and let it get it down so that in future, when I'm about to get it, you cannot swerve me. This is the kind of man we are talking about. 
And so Jacob was able to cause his brother to swear an oath that, okay, from today on, I am no longer the elder brother. You are the elder. He thought that it wasn't anything. It didn't mean anything. But Jacob took it very seriously. Then time came. When Bible said that Isaac was very old and he wanted to bless his elder son as custom demands. That is the first son who receives the parental blessing so that the baton is passed on to another person to take up and lead the next generation. So he called Isaac and he called Esau and told him, go get me some game, some bush meat. Let me eat and let me bless you. Not knowing uh, Rebecca was listening. And quickly, she called Jacob after Esau had left and said, you know what? I overheard your father saying to Esau, go get me some game. Let me eat and bless you. And so now quick, let me get some lamp and then prepare a delicious food. Go give it to your father and then your father will bless you. Jacob being a crafty man and a very intelligent man, told the mom, mom, you know, I am not like my brother. This will not work out. What can we do? And so quickly they schemed together. So you see what? Jacob was thinking even far more than the mother was thinking. And she was trying to tell the mother, let's get a a better plan. Your plan may not work. I am a schemer and I know how to go about things. So they agreed, okay, if that is okay, then go ahead. So what they did was that Jacob, who had told the mother that my brother is hairy, look at me, my skin is smooth. And so the plan was that when they killed the animal, they would use the skin and cover the hands of Jacob so that he becomes hairy. So they did that and then went and took Esau's clothing and put it on Jacob. The meal was prepared. Jacob took it to Isaac. Isaac was blind. He couldn't see through by old age. So he couldn't see. Soon as Jacob got there, then he said, Oh, my father, I have come. I have done your bidding. You wanted some meat. I have prepared it. Now get up and eat and bless me. And Isaac was like, How come you have come so quickly? And Jacob, the smart guy, says that, Oh, Father, your God has been so good. Today I didn't even go far. And I got an animal to slaughter, to kill. That how come I have come so early? And the father said, Hmm, the voice is like Jacob. So please come. He wasn't sure. Come and let me touch you. Genesis chapter 27 verse 22 says that, Jacob went close to his father Isaac, who touched him and said, the voice is the voice of Jacob, but the hands are the hands of Esau. One man, having a dual nature, a double identity. One man, trying to impersonate one man trying to be who he is not. But he was still carrying the voice of Jacob. But then the hands were the hands of Esau. How is that possible? And so Isaac said, come, come closer to me. 
he went closer, embraced him, and he said, ah, I smell the scent of that sweet aroma from my son. Not knowing his clothing is even Esau's clothing. This is the schema. And unfortunately, that is how some of us who are not yet transformed are. We carry one voice, but then the hands are different. We go to church on Sunday, all right, and do everything as Christians and sing and dance, all right, but then the hands are different. We claim to be Christians, all right, and yet corruption still thrives. We claim to be children of God, and yet we can still go to the examination hall and cheat. We claim to be Christians and Muslims and people of other faiths, and yet we stay in the same room with our roommates, and we are still able to steal their money, able to steal their laptops, able to steal their phones, able to steal their iPads. And yet on Sunday we are in church and we are dancing and jumping. The voice of the voice of Jacob, but the hands are the hands of Esau. And we have carried this on. And that is why in our nation, we see a nation with over 72% of Christians. And yet, Corruption is all over the place. And yet you see sin and evil all over the place. This week we want to encounter the God who changes life and turns us around. So that our lives will not be from our voice, but our very hands will be Christian. The things that we touch, the things that we do, we will do to the glory of God. I am praying that the Lord will touch all of us both staff and students, so that we don't profess one thing and then act another way. Somebody said, I've heard about Christians for quite some time. I have read the Bible myself, but I'm still not a Christian because I have searched and searched and searched. I have not found one Christian. I see a lot of people holding the Bible that I have read. I've seen a lot of people claiming to be practicing what the Christ of the Bible did. But still, I have not seen one person who is a Christian. And he concluded that the day I find one man who is a Christian, I will become one. And so, people of God, this is our problem. That even though we profess to be Christians... It becomes very, very difficult for us to practice and act like one. One little boy went home to, uh, uh, went to Sunday school and then asked a question and said, Teacher, I want to find out how many Jesuses do we have? And then the teacher was like, why do you ask this question? And the little boy said, when I come to Sunday school, the, teacher, the, the, the Jesus you preach about is so loving, is so kind, is so gracious, is a faithful one. If and when you tell me stories about the Jesus who welcomed little children in his arms and say that, allow the little children to come unto me 
and do not forsake them for as such belong the kingdom of God. I love the Jesus of the Bible. The, the Jesus who will heal the sick. The Jesus who will feed the 5,000. I love the Jesus of the Bible. But the Jesus that my mother serves is a different one. Then the teacher said, why? He said, my mother, I come to church with my mom. She also calls the name of Jesus. But when we go home, the things she says and the things she does is not like the Jesus of the Bible. So I am tempted to believe that there are more than one Jesus. And that is why I'm asking you, how many Jesuses do we have? How many Jesus do we serve? May the Lord help us. And so, in short, Jacob took the brother's blessing. And when he realized that he was in danger, he ran away. Ran away from home. And fled to Padam Aram. And then he went to reside with his uncle Laban. Whilst there, again he tried to play smart. He realized that the, the, the uncle was not dealing well with him. So he came out with a plan. And then he said, uncle, you know what? I'm tendering all your flocks for you. Now let's have a deal. What we are going to do is that, you see the sheep and the goats. Let's separate them. And when we separate them, um, you would you know, remove all the strict and line, you know, striped animals to your side. And then I would take the, the, the plain ones, the animals that do not have any, any, any um, lines or any specks or anything on them. I want the plain animals. And uncle, you know the deal. He said, what? The deal is that, henceforth, when the animals give birth, and then they give birth to plain ones, they will be yours. But when they give birth to strict animals, then they will be mine. And the uncle said, oh, that is a good one. You even want to cheat yourself. We know that plain animals, animals we know, light skin, plain skin, will give birth to their like. They will not give birth to striped or strict animals. So that is okay. So they signed that agreement. You know what Jacob did? He took the animals to the riverside. And then he took some polar plants and made lines in the water. Put the animals in the, uh, uh, the, the polar plant in the water. And anytime the animals were on heat, that is when they want to mate, he would take the animals by the riverside. And as they look at the strict polar trees, they gave birth to strict animals. So in a sh short space of time, Jacob had been able to get a lot of animals. And know what again he did? When he realized that the animals were strong, those are the ones he would take to the riverside to drink and then show them the street plant so that they would give birth to that kind. But then the ones that are weak, he would not take them to that riverside. So they gave birth to weak animals. So eventually, the uncle had weak animals and Jacob had strong animals. And he became so wealthy and so rich. Again, cheating the uncle. And when he had done with the cheating, he decided to run away again from his uncle. And so he left. It was on this occasion that he had an encounter with the almighty God. And this is where I want to read and then we will end and launch the program. Genesis chapter 32. When you read from verse 9. Then Jacob prayed. Oh God of my father Abraham, 
Then Jacob prayed. He realized that he had had a reckless life. He had had a cheating life. He had a life that has, he has become a schemer, a supplanter. He was not going anywhere. So he prayed, Oh God of my father Abraham, God of my father Isaac, Oh Lord who said to me, Go back to your country and your relatives, and I will make you prosper. I am unworthy of all the kindness and faithfulness you have shown your servant. I had only my staff when I crossed the Jordan, but now I have become two groups. Save me, I pray, from the hand of my brother Esau, for I am afraid he will come and attack me, and also the mothers with their children. But you have said, I will surely make you prosper and will make your descendants like the sand of the sea, which cannot be counted. From verse 22, that night, Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two maid servants, and his 11 sons and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. After he had sent them across the stream, he sent over all his possessions. So Jacob was left alone. And a man wrestled with him till daybreak. When the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip so that his hip was wrenched as he wrestled with the man. Then the man said, let me go, for it is daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. The man asked him, what is your name? Jacob, he answered. And our theme text. Then the man said, your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with men and have overcome. So the cheating Jacob had run away from the uncle, and he was going back to his home. And when he was going, he was afraid and said, as I go to meet Esau, I know that he may attack me. What shall I do? And this is somebody who had prayed. And right after praying, he still continued to scheme. Just after praying and saying that, oh God, help me. As I'm going, you have said, I pray in the name of God, of the God of my father Abraham, the God of my father Isaac, who you say you have promised that it shall be well with me. So please help me. Just after that, then he decided to scheme again. And then he said, I'm going to meet my brother. My brother may attack me. This is what I will do. I will not go in front. And so he called his servants and made several groups and gave them gifts and said, you go forward. If you go and you meet my brother, tell him Jacob is coming and he is coming with peace. He wants to meet with you. And then give him the gifts. That these are the gifts from Jacob, your brother. And you know his thinking. He thought that if I send some servants and Esau is not happy, and he kills them, then I can have time to escape. Somebody who has prayed for transformation, and he was still scheming. And so he had that in groups. And then finally, his wives. He allowed Leah, the, the elderly wife, to go ahead with her sons. And then Rachel at the back. And then the Bible said that he was left alone all by himself. So that if all the servants get killed, then the wife and children get killed, he can still escape and run away. And this is the man we are talking about. 
But on that particular night, there was a transformation. There was a transformation because there was an encounter. God visited him and said, enough is enough. Tonight, you are going to be a transformed person. And so he touched him and said, your name will no longer be Jacob. Now you are Israel. May the Lord God change our names and give us a better name. If your name had been a schemer, if your name had been a a, a thief, if your name had been a fornicator, if your name had been all sort of evil or bad names, we pray in the name of Jesus that as we encounter God this week, we shall be transformed. Somebody has said, you and I possess within ourselves at every moment of our lives, under all circumstances, the power to transform the quality of our lives. And I like what Arthur Beth also said, that nothing happens until the pain of remaining the same outweighs the pain of change. If you are really in pain to change, then you will change because it lies within your power. Michael Hyatt said, don't fear failure. Fear being in the exact same place next year as you are today. And I say that again. Don't fear failure. What you have to fear is fear being in the exact same place next year as you are today. That is, if you are at a position this year and it is not good, Fear being in that same position next year by this time. That is what you have to fear. If you fear that, then you will work towards your transformation. So that a year by this time, you will not be the same as you are today. I pray that the Lord will touch us and cause a transformation in us. But it all depends on us. If you are ready to encounter... The Lord has opened his arms and is still calling. If you will come to him, he will change you and you become a brand new person. But you need to come and allow the fact that, God, I need to change. I want to change. I don't want to be that same old weak person. I don't want to be that same fornicator. I don't want to be that same person who go about flirting all around. I don't want to be that person who continue to cheat and cheat even during examination. I don't want to be that same old person whose hand is so such that I can't pass by if I find an iPhone unattended to lying somewhere. My hands are tempted to steal somebody's money. Please, God, change me. I want to be a different person. I'm praying the day that this campus will become theft-free. Where you will leave your iPad on the, on the chair. You will go a day after and come back and meet it lying down right there. Because we are a changed people. A transformed society. A transformed school. May the Lord help us. Revelation says that Jesus says, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hears my voice and allow him in, he will help him with a transformed life. He will come in and eat with you. 
But you need to give him that chance. A student went to his professor and said, Prof, I have a bird, I have a butterfly in my hand. I want you to tell me, is the butterfly alive or dead? And then the professor looked at him and said, and you know what, the students reason that. If the prof would say that the butterfly was dead, I would just leave open my palm and say, oh, let the butterfly fly. And tell him that, prof, you don't know anything. On the other hand, if the prof would tell me that the butterfly is alive, what is the life strength of the butterfly? I would just squeeze my hand, kill the butterfly, open my hand and tell him, well, prof, you see, you didn't know it all. But when he went to the prof and said, prof, I had a butterfly in my hand. I want you to tell me, is it alive or dead? The prof looked at him and said, well, whether the butterfly in your hand is alive or dead, it all depends on you. So whether you want to be transformed or not, it all depends on you. Let me end with Romans chapter 12, 1 and 2. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Let me take it from the Message Bible. So, so Romans chapter 12, 1 and 2. So, here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday life, your ordinary life, your sleeping, your eating, your going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You will be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. And on this message, we launch Prayer Fest 2019 in the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. May you encounter the Lord Jesus Christ. And as you encounter the Lord Jesus Christ, may he cause a transformation in your life. May he cause a transformation in your thinking. May he cause a transformation in your attitude. May he cause a transformation in the things that you do so that he will catapult you into the highest realms where everything you do will be like Christ. May you be a changed and a transformed person in the name of Jesus. Amen.
Shall we rise to our feet? Give me a few. Shall we rise to our feet at this time as we want to we want to pray? Change since I was Met born. God. Great change since I met God. Great change since I met God. There is a great change since I met God. sing one old one and then we'll pray. Maybe you will know it, so please stand there. There's something on the inside 
is working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. Something on the inside is working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. Something on the inside is working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. Oh, what a change in my life. Something on the inside is working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. There is something on the inside. Working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. There's something on the inside. It's working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. Oh, what a change in my life. Lord, I'm a lost and a river for you. 